Hey guys, welcome to Beat It Karen. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Liz. Hey guys. And y'all know this is a weekly podcast for Black women, by Black women, where we can laugh, cry, scream, and shout it out in a judgment-free zone, but also, and most importantly, Karen-free zone, Liz. Yes, no Karens over here. So yes, and we just love our podcast where we just always check in on each other. So Ashlyn, how was your weekend? My weekend is good. Y'all, it's so funny Liz is asking me about my weekend when fucking yesterday <laughs> me and her spent the whole night drinking and smoking <laughs> together. So I don't know. I think we just do it for the show at this point. You but, know, because <laughs> <laughs> we talk pretty much every day. So <laughs> so um, my weekend was grand. I had drinks with a girlfriend. How about you? <laughs> I, was, I also had drinks with a girlfriend. Oh so, my gosh. Uh, it, it was just, it was so fun seeing Ashlyn, like we always do, and we got really, really high, y'all, like it was, it was bad, but. It's a, it was a little extreme how high we got yesterday, honestly. We just, I feel like we were like trying to challenge ourselves, like. <laughs> by the end of the conversation, because y'all, we did it over Zoom, and by the end of the conversation, neither one of our eyes was wide open at all, like we could barely see each other's eyeballs we could not see the white of each other's eyes by, by the end of it not at all but I love, I love how we're both we just know when when, the, when we're tired I was like all right so do you want to go for a little bit longer or do you want to go to sleep now he was like oh I'm ready to go to sleep now I'm like perfect <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna we see class. each other every we time see each other because girl I was not gonna make it. I'm either gonna fall asleep you know, on this phone call or like resume later, girl, because uh uh. Yeah. So, um, you know, we love to celebrate our Black owned business. And this business that we're going to celebrate this week is close to home because it's at home in Akron, Ohio. Woo woo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we have a new um, Black owned business called Elizabeth's Bookshop and Writing Center right in Akron, Ohio, y'all from Akron native Rachel Elizabeth Cargill, who um, is an activist and an author. And so she says her store is Equal Parts Bookshop and Writing Center, and she's committed to contributing to Akron's vibrant economic resurgence as a safe gathering space rooted in the values of community, curiosity, justice, and joy. And it just makes me feel so good because she's all about mental health and everything. And a percentage of all her sales will go to the Loveland Foundation to support their mission of um, making mental health care accessible for Black women and girls. So I guess that's two Black-owned businesses, um, the Loveland Foundation, which I did not know about before reading this article. So I'm going to look that up. Um, And I just love that it's also um, a writing center. Could you imagine if we had had that when... um, we was growing up, a writing Girl, center. I would have been in there all day. Like that is right up my alley. A like bookstore and writing center where I can just sit and like share my stories with other black girls. Oh my like yeah, my mom and me were at the library every single week, every couple of days when I was little. So this would have definitely been one of our little dates back in the day. Yes, that's so cool. And you can't go wrong with the name like Elizabeth. So I already know that books are about to just, you know, pop up on the name of love. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, y'all. But no, that's so cool. So yep, y'all, it's Elizabeth's Bookshop and Writing Center right in our hometown, Akron, Ohio. Woo-woo. Yay. All right. So we are going to get into what we're going to be talking about today. Um, We first want to start off the show with saying rest in peace to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, She passed away this Saturday uh, from cancer after a long fight uh, with cancer. And she was um, the Supreme Court Justice. And um, I mean, a lot of people were really just up in arms and really um, upset, Um, not only because of her legacy of everything that she's done through the years with gender equality, um, LGBT rights, um, all different things that she's really um, contributed to through her years, um, but also just, you know, really uncertain about the future because now this means 
you know, we have to elect a new Supreme Court justice, which could be um, really detrimental if it's in the wrong hands. And so it's just another, you know, kind of punch to the gut for people who have like been scared about the state of the world that we live in. Well, I want to go back first before we start talking about, you know, what I think is really sad for her death specifically is that she can't even just be more like a human. She's more like a, the loss of democracy because yeah. now we're afraid. And then I hate that her last moments was worried about the state of the country and everything. But let's take a moment to celebrate her because not only was she on the Supreme Court, but she was the second woman to sit on the bench in its 202 years of the U.S. Supreme Court. In addition, she was the top of her um, Columbia Law class. She was one of the, I think she was the first female um, professional, uh, professor there at her school she was like the shit y'all such a very big trailblazer and she always fought for women and she hated trump like we do and it was her dying wish literally her very last wish was that her seat would not be replaced before trump because like you said now we're really really fucking scared about the you know the future of our democracy here in um, America. But I really think that it is such a tragedy also that she's not getting her due. She's getting celebrated, but she's being celebrated at such a time. It's just out of fear. So um, if we, I mean, honestly, we do have to keep moving and, and keep on the good fight. So this death is not going to be the last big thing. But if this does not teach y'all anything, y'all, I am terrified. Y'all, we have to vote. We have to, have to, have to vote. This is literally like, y'all, this is all about Black women, this show. Black women, we are always, get, we get hit the hardest. We're always the most affected. It would be bad for us specifically if Trump becomes president again. And I know we don't like Joe Biden either like that, but y'all see what it is now. It can get worse if we let him in here. Come on. I mean, Seriously, we, we, we see already the things that they're trying to take away from us, strip away our rights, strip away what we do with our bodies, what we don't do with our bodies alone. And again, what do you guys, who do you guys think is going to be the most affected if abortions are abolished? It's going to be Black women, because we already don't have enough resources to protect us during our pregnancy. And if you don't want to be pregnant, it's going to be, you know, it could be very unhealthy if you try to get rid of your child in a very unnatural way. So... Guys, that's just one example of why we really do need to vote, use our voice, use our power, um, and just encourage others to do the same. We cannot take this as a joke anymore. No, we can't. Um, but I want to just thank her, take the time to thank her for all of her work that she has done for women specifically, um, because she has always been such a trailblazer for us. Her and her daughter were the first two um mother and daughter team to be working at Columbia Law like that. Like they are amazing. I know um, her, her daughter is probably, her family is probably just in shambles right now. Not only because of her death, but because they know so many people were um, holding on to the hope that she would still be here. So if we don't do anything to, you know, um, hope her legacy and remember her legacy go out there and fight the good fight that she is fighting for us because she's literally fought for you and me until her her deathbed until she died so in other news on a lighter well not a lighter note but it's lighter than death you know definitely um, well what is another death is divorce they say seems like death um cardi and offset have called it quits cardi b filed for um a divorce last week and it is so crazy how I actually was really starting to love them as a, as a, as a couple. And I really thought that things were going to go good. And I remember telling Liz, y'all, that um, I thought they might actually be with one couple that might just be so crazy. It might work. They might, they could have lived for 10 years or something. But everyone was saying it was about him cheating. He had another baby. Cardi came out and said, nope, it was just because I was sick of doing all that arguing. So just a couple months shy of their fourth wedding anniversary, and they do have a two-year-old, I think, two or three-year-old culture. They are two. done. They are done, though. So that's the way love goes. I mean, I was genuinely shocked. Um, like Ashlyn said, I really thought when Cardi took him back the second time, I thought she was going to be one of those women who, I don't care what's really going on, I'm staying married. Yep. 
everything, like really committed to the idea of marriage. So I felt like even if there was anything going on, I really didn't see her actually pulling the plug and being like, no, I don't want to be um, married anymore. And one thing that she also said that I completely agreed with was like, you got to stop it. Even if once the energy is off, once that's when you need to stop it before anybody gets hurt, before he starts cheating again, or she starts cheating like that's a good time. End it right now as like cordial and being there for their daughter. And it is upsetting because I do like to see young families like, you know, Tiana and Iman and all of them. But when it's not working, you just got to let it go. And I like that she realized, you know, I deserve better and I and I'll have my daughter and I'll find better. I like that she's doing that too. I hope that if it's the arguments, I'll have to at least some to therapy first. Cause mm-hmm. it could, you know, if it's just arguing and it's before the cheating and everything starts, hopefully that they try to work it out. Because I know people do, people do now in our generation just walk away a lot easier, which I'm not completely upset about. I like the fact that she is choosing herself and her daughter. And like, um, she's not gonna sit there and just be unhappy and this is what i'm liking more about women now like we have our own money and everything we are not about to be sitting up here with no man that does not care or have that much respect for us it just really shocks me with them too because even like a few weeks ago they were just chilling together like it's really sad and i i even admitted you guys like i'm like why would they just break up over arguments like they've only been together four years i mean damn but I honestly never thought that they should have gotten married in the first place. I mean, honestly, from the beginning, did we ever think, until like a few weeks ago, did we ever think that they was going to be together for 20 years? No. I thought so after a while, like, it could be crazy enough. But I'm not even going to lie. As soon as they said that they got married, I'm like, well, we'll be in a divorce in five years. Now I'm sad that I was actually right. <laughs> right. But no, like, I don't think anybody really thought they were, re- like, really going to, like, go to distance because it's just they just seemed really toxic. Like they seemed like they were really, and it was also like, they're, they were at like the height of their career. So like a lot of people didn't even think the marriage was real. But I mean, I think, I think she was definitely committed to being married and being with him. But I mean, you also have to take in quarantine. I think quarantine has really shown that like a lot of people, a lot of people's marriages seem to be getting tested during quarantine and Um, really sitting down getting to know somebody and for me personally if we keep having the same arguments over and over I'm gonna get tired of it too so I I see exactly where she's coming from and I do think it could be solved with therapy at some point but sometimes if you if it just feels like we're talking about the same thing over and over again you gotta let go yeah damn well RIP to another Hollywood couple I guess you know, and what really upset me, like, besides the, like, obviously their divorce didn't really upset me. I'm like, that's y'all business. Move on. Of course, social media had to, you know, get into and a sound off on it. And on Twitter, it was just so many Black men who were, like, chanting and, like, hollering and, like, cheering because of, you know, Cardi getting a divorce. And they were so happy. And they're like, oh, well, you know, she was a ratchet, she's ratchet anyway, she's loud anyway, loud women never can stay married. Um, She's the one that filed for divorce, it's not like he left her. Exactly, she left him, first of all, and then, like, these same men, they're like, well, you know, I guess her pussy wasn't that wet, I guess she wasn't, you know, I guess she didn't need to cook and clean, like, using her lyrics against her and stuff, and it's just, it was just typical black men using any excuse to, they just, a black woman i hate when black men feel like it's their fucking especially broke ass black men because like let's be honest y'all ain't even got half enough coin to be with cardi now i hate when black men feel the need to humble black women so much like why can't we just be happy like they were so upset that she had wap and she's like i don't cook i don't clean i still got this one they were so happy to see that that money that that um marriage did excuse me, didn't work out because they just want women to be in servitude. Black yeah. men, for some reason, have like an obsession with black women suffering for them all the fucking time. And I don't understand why black men are so fucked up. Liz, I'm telling y'all, y'all know I love black men. I love my black people. I do. But black men are really fucking irritating me. Like sometimes I remember I yelled and y'all know this is this is beat a Karen. So we honest. 
I was screaming one day, like, I fucking hate black men sometimes. Like, I really fucking do. I cannot believe that they're so disrespectful. Even after, like, the lens has been open, you can see everything that black women go through this year specifically. And you guys choose all the time just to be fucked up. I don't get it. It's so intentional. Like, what the fuck did we do to y'all? Nothing. All we've done is love y'all raggedy asses. That's what I don't get. Black women are the ones in front of every movement to fight for Black men. Anything behind a Black man, a Black woman started it. We are literally, we literally gave y'all life. What else do you want from us at this point? It's, we, we are only good enough to give you life and you to just yell at us to put everything out and make us feel horrible so you can be out in the world and be great. And I am so tired of that mindset. That is why... I'm so happy that women are finally like, you know, I stand for myself and I choose myself before I decide to be, you know, your prop. Like, it's, it's ridiculous at this point. Like, y'all are just so dedicated to hating us and talking about us and making us feel bad for doing the same thing that white women other races do. And you also like to, you know, pull from us and and have our culture and have what we do as well like you can't have it both ways you can't have us and then hate us at the same time that's why i i don't understand i'm just so glad like women are doing what they want to do so like even in the music even how we talk about how we sexualize ourselves and be sexy for us mm -hmm. they can't take it i like that black women like cardi b i like that megan you know megan's my wife um city girls doja cat i like that they're overtly sexy because it's okay when a man is talking about a woman like that but it's not okay when she's talking about herself like that i love that we are taking back we are reclaiming our own fucking time we're making our own fucking money and honestly let's tell me if this is wrong but sometimes i'll be like fucking how dare you black men talk to me like that like honestly think about it we are the ones outselling in businesses and everything and y'all are still wait wait black women are making the businesses going to college becoming ceos faster and black men are still in prison at the rate of they were in slavery but you got the fucking nerve to look at me crazy motherfucker bow down to this queen right here because but you literally literally scientifically would not be shit without me bow down to me i am the queen and that's why they hate us. That's why they have to try and humble us with anything because they know you can never compete with me on your worst day. I'm more educated than you. I have more money than you. I've accomplished more than you. I've seen more than you. I don't need you. Like that is the whole point. And these men don't get it. And they and they know they know they can't compete. So they have to humble us in any way that they can and try and get somebody else you know of another race and it's just like you know you you have nothing on us so of course you try to make us try to get something on us but you just you really can't and to the black men if y'all hear this we you know if you want to go i do love it, black men <laughs> no i'm not even saying that right now because i just got riled up y'all want to be with a white woman be with her don't ever come back to a black woman though i have no issue with black men being with a, a white woman or another woman sometimes they're not good enough to be with us in the first place so stay like uh, i'll stay for an example y'all my dad a piece of shit. he loves him some white women stay with your white woman don't ever come back to us because i am so sick of black men who can't amount to us i'm so sick of it how dare y'all how dare y'all like nigga i'll keep going i'll keep going on no, about no you're absolutely right i'm like i'm glad we brought that <laughs> that up too because it's like that is one thing another that black men love to say like oh that's why we go to white woman oh white no. woman can have you she can have you bye like nobody cares i'd rather if you feel like you are like more of a man to be with a white woman because you can't handle being with a black woman you just did me a favor thank yep. you thank like, you thanks so much like the like that is not a threat to me but what it i don't even care about interracial relationships i really don't it's when they always try to make it about black women and it's like do you like so you admit that we are the shit but you can't take our attitude or whatever 
But if a white woman does it, that's not a problem. That's sexy. Or when a Latina woman go off, why is it sexy when she do it? She's feisty and everything. But when I do it, I'm an angry black woman or I'm aggressive. I mean, honestly, even in the workplace, let's see we talk about it. In my old job in corporate America, y'all, the black man that was one of the only like very higher up black men was the reason I left my job. Is because I could not deal with his shit no more. He was he was not as educated as me, even though he had one more degree than me. He did not know how to do anything, y'all. He couldn't even write his own heading of a subject of an email. He he I did his I ran his whole entire program, his whole entire department. Do you think I got any credit for it? No. If we're honest, the black man at my job disrespected me 10 times worse than any white man and i know it's not the same for every woman but i'm just saying in my experience it is really disheartening how black men treat black women that man ran me over like a damn slave never asked me how i was doing none of that treated me like shit but then kissed those white men's ass who thought that he was a fucking dumb ass called him boy but you want to sit there and treat me like shit i feel like he felt like that's how he was taking back his control was trying to control me because he couldn't be controlled by them and it really fucking sucks because me and him could have been really a good ass team together and it was we were working ironically in diversity and inclusion he was the worst person to me i have ptsd still from how he specifically treated me and it was all a black man because he was fucking uneducated he was insecure and he was unqualified for what i did better and that's exactly what it was and he he was getting all that all that from white people he had to make the little the little black girl the new black girl we had we got to make her feel like she's insignificant as fuck meanwhile you're doing the work for him and he's not he's not even acknowledging he could have been like a mentor but of course he had to he had to get somebody that was under him and that's been the black man the black man's experience most black men they always have to have somebody up under them for some reason it's always a black woman but it's not going to be this black woman no telling you now y'all I, I i don't want this to be a male bashing black male bashing session because it's right. not but i do think that i really would love black men to hear this conversation specifically because i want y'all to hear the frustration that we have we do not feel protected we do not feel respected and if if you guys don't want to protect the respect just walk away and don't speak at all don't say nothing at all just leave us alone and be with the women that you want to be with but it really does suck that if we say fuck y'all y'all are like well that's why we don't like y'all asses anyway y'all will come up with any reason to disrespect a woman who's not your mother or your sister or your cousins. It has to be someone you're sexually attracted to, related to for you to show respect. Also, black women, we do have to respect each other, teach our sons to be more respectful to other black women too, because it does start at home sometime too. We have to stop letting these men that we have kids with be disrespectful as well to us. We, I want black women to feel like we're the fucking prize. Do I deserve some man that's not gonna call me? Do I deserve some man that's not, that's gonna cheat on me? No, I deserve to be making that six-figure salary. I deserve to be able to take my mom on a trip to fucking Dubai when I want to. I deserve a man who could do that for me and do it better. But I will not settle for somebody who's not going to protect me. Like, I can protect myself. I can take care of myself. But black man, if you're going to come around, you're going to have to really actually fucking work over here. Yeah, like, there's no point. Why am I with you if I don't feel safe around you? I'm, I mean, at this point, you're just another mouth to feed. You're just a burden at that point. So it's like, Black men really need, it needs to be both. I, I agree with you. I think Black mothers, you we need to teach our sons, well, y'all need to teach our sons, like, to be more mindful and look at women as women, as people, not just, oh, your little girlfriend or, you know, your elders or whatever. Your bitch. Your hoe. Right. Not, it's none of that. It's like, it's like you need to look at women as women and I think that is one thing that a lot of like black men growing up they don't they either don't see it or they refuse to see just black women as people and it's like that also is too you know a lot of black women are used to seeing their are used to seeing their mother struggle so they're like my mom took care of all five of us on our own so why can you because I'm not fucking stupid because I'm not living like that no more I don't need to be oppressed 
And if you feel like I got to be a black woman is supposed to be oppressed just because your mother gave you that mindset that that's okay. I don't know. Fuck your mother because you can't fuck me. Exactly. Like, just because your mom put up with your dad cheating and his outside babies for 20, 30 years don't mean I'm about to do it. Mm -mm. It's not going to happen with me. Like, that's where it ends. And I know, I know a lot of us as Black women, we do have mothers who we saw go through a lot of bullshit just to say that they had a man. And it's perfectly fine to not be like that. It is fine to be like, I am okay sleeping alone until I find a man that's going to respect and protect me and be an actual partner, not just a burden on me. That's perfectly fine. Um, so I really do feel bad for Cardi um, because I know she did want her family to stay together. Although we knew it wasn't going to last forever, but um, it's another black family that is broken up and it, it is really sad. But I'm going to say this. I'm not number one having no kids with a man who has five kids with, with multiple different baby daddies. At first, that's not going to be someone that I'm going to take serious in the first place. I think that sometimes we need to just raise our standards. Don't be with some man that has a whole bunch of kids and he ain't taking care. Even if he is taking care of it, why does he want to have children so irresponsibly? He didn't know that he was going to be as rich as he is. He could have been walking around with five kids being a fucking garbage handler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that we shouldn't be with men who have the viewpoint on women as being bitches and hoes. Cause is that how you want your child to be? We shouldn't keep having kids with men who be in and out of jail. Is that the type of man that you want your children to be like? We have to actually like the corny niggas sometimes. Even me, you know, I like me a guy that has a little bit of edge to him or whatever. But let me tell you something else. I ain't gonna be with no man that ain't making no money. Now that's the one thing Ashton ain't gonna do. <laughs> I'm not gonna put myself, I'm not gonna degrade myself by being with someone who can't give me at least what I can give. And I want black women to know that it is okay to choose yourself and to choose the man that has a lot more than the other man. It's okay. It is, and it's, and it's also like if you're, if you do like date a man with kids and you, and that's fine with you, that is one thing like that. I mean, I'm not saying that every woman should be like, I don't want a man with kids. No, not a man with kids, but not a man who thing. keeps having multiple kids. With yes, just he has young people. kids. Yeah. That's not okay to me. It's not I because I've had a kid with future. Why would you do absolutely that? Absolutely not. Right. But I, I don't know. I think maybe because they were married. So she was just like, you know, this is the, I don't know, the main family. I really don't know the mindset of that with people with multiple kids. I don't really get that either. But um, I, I do. I think that Black women specifically, we are so excited sometimes to get anything. Yeah. Anything isn't good enough. The fact that he the fact that he will text you back is not good enough like he'll take you out on some dates cool but what is he doing in his soul like how is he talking about if he does have kids how is he talking about those kids does he see them often like like i mean how is his how's his relationship with his family like things like that that i feel like we don't really consider as much anymore because we're so excited just for the possibility of things but no no, and trust me, I used to, like, I still am, like, the romantic, but sometimes, y'all, y'all got to think past the, ooh, it, you know, the good feelings and the good sex and all that. Y'all got to look past that and think, is this a true partner mm -hmm. that can and be, you know, build with? We also have to realize when we're in these relationships, if this man keeps on doing certain things to you, after a while, you stopped becoming the victim and you became the willing participant. Mm -hmm. If this man keeps showing you, I'm going to keep on cheating. Just like she said before, the cheating did start again. Just leave that shit. Leave that shit alone. Um, because cheating is like, you know, everybody has their, um, their, what is it? What's the word? They're not like their breaking point. They're breaking yeah. points. Cheating for me is the not, is the breaking point. The fact that another woman was able to take my spot, even if it was just sexually, let her have you. Cause I'll never be able to, I'll never get over you feeling like you had to be with someone else that wasn't me. And I'm a very prideful and cocky person and I love the fuck out of myself. And if you don't love the fuck out of me too, I can never get over it. I'll never get back with you in my mind. I'm already gone. And I used to be like, I used to think with marriage, I used to always say, well, if he, if my husband cheats during our marriage, that I can, I can kind of forgive that a little more because we're married, we took a vow, you know, we can kind of start over. But 
you know, the lies that come before the cheating, like all these things that men do up until when they get caught, like the sneaking around and the, you know, buying women Christmas gifts and shit and like taking money out of our home and our future and just the disrespect that some of these men do just to cheat. Yeah. I don't look back either. I think I would be so hurt that you would do that to me, especially when like I'm building a life with you that I I came out of what I'm doing, what I accomplished and shared it with you. And, and so I, spit in my face and cheat on me. Like And I hate when women be like, I'm not gonna let that woman take my husband from me. No, your husband gave himself to your woman. Yep. Take back your damn fucking dignity, girl. Like I don't, I, I don't know why black women feel like they have to deal with the drama. Like it is so okay to walk the fuck away. It is okay, and I'm so glad that I saw in my family. Like I've seen a lot of women walk away and live better lives than when they were with a man. So I've never, I'm almost more afraid to stay in places than to leave. I can leave very easily. I have the gift of goodbye, but I can't stay. I just, I'm not a person that can stick around if it's not working out. No, I mean, it's never the same either. It's like you're, it's like, I feel like when people take people back repeatedly, you're just doing it to recreate what you had in the beginning. But it's like, that trust is gone. It's gone. He's like, most likely if he cheated before, he gonna be so excited that he got, you know, he got away with it, that he might do it again, honestly, because he already knows you're not going to go anywhere. And if you keep giving chances after chances, he's going to see that he can just keep walking all over you. And I don't know why Black women specifically, we have this idea that if it's hard, if we're ride or die, if we're all of this, that we'll, we'll get the prize. But it's like, what is the prize after that? You hear so many times women who have been with a man for 10, 12 years, and he's cheated and he hit her and he's been all of these things. And then she gets this ring and somehow that's supposed to make it better. That's just like all the Instagram posts. You know when that nigga cheated, if he say, through all our ups and downs or we've been through <laughs> hell and back, nope. No, I'm not trying not, to hell and back with you. I do not deserve hell and back. I deserve a man that respects me. I deserve a man that even halfway likes me. Like, that's the thing. How can you be in a relationship with a man that don't like you? You do not like me if you cheat on me. Like, Liz. You know how very confident and how much I fucking love yes. myself. Could you see me? What the man that's just cheating on me? You no. know how to be going on. I would be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, Gosh, I know it's something if you say that. And I was like, you know, I would have to say, I would have to do something to shake you out. Because I'm like, girl, after the, after the first time, I'm like, all right, I understand you forgave him. But he keeps doing it. I'm like, yeah. I... I don't know how I would say it to you, Liz, because I know you don't like when I say things. I don't know if I would tell you. If I could you wouldn't tell me if he if my husband was cheating on me. No, of course I'm gonna tell you if I know he's oh. cheating. But like um if you got back with him, I don't think I'd say anything because I know that you wouldn't want me to say nothing. So you're telling me if my husband cheats on me multiple times and I keep taking him back, you're not gonna say anything? That not that what you would rather me not do? Listen, I really don't know how to deal with your eyes, to be honest, because you'd be like, I don't want you to tell me straight on. You know me, I'd want you to say, bitch, get it together. Maybe I would just nicely be like, Liz, are you sure that this is what you want? I mean, yes, I would want us to have a conversation about it. But yeah, if I end up taking it back anyway, don't say anything. Cause... Yeah. But at least warn me. I'll tell you I'm considering taking him back. And then if at that time, if I ask you for advice and you don't say anything, I'm going to be like, okay. All right. I just be wanting now, y'all. Because me and Liz <laughs> are, um, I can take it, but I don't dish it because other people can't deal when I dish it. But I want people to dish it to me, y'all. That's why me and Liz are so different in that yeah, way. I don't like it dished to me, but also don't let me, like, just look dumb out here. Too. No, I don't gonna let you look dumb but like 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 the last relationship there were things i wanted to say but i didn't say them because i thought she was cool so you was like bitch why didn't you say nothing i'm like i didn't think i was supposed girl, to girl and my mom was the same way i'm like well what were y'all doing just listen to me like you said you don't want you don't like that <laughs> sorry i know now i'll say something now. if it's too much just tell me like if it's something like i feel like i can handle it that's so crazy. Maybe I don't know how to deal with me either. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know how to deal with me. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know either. So, like, speaking uh, of friendships, um, 
I wanted to talk about Nene with Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, she is leaving. Well, I don't know if she's leaving. She says she's not coming back for the 13th season. And I'm kind of like, people are going back and forth with if it's going to be okay with the show or not. But let's all say, Nene is the face of Real Housewives Atlanta. She is the OG. She's the one that has carried this show and made it the number one show that it is. It is all because of Nene. But I do think at this point, I don't really even think she was that happy after a while. No. And like, so when I heard the news, I was kind of, because I mean, they've been saying it. Um, since the reunion, actually, that she might, that might have been her last season and she might be going and doing something else. And for me, too, I feel like, of course, Nene, when I think of Real Housewives of Atlanta, I think Nene leaves. Like, it's literally the same thing. But I don't think she had the same spark in these last seasons that she did when she had first started. Because Nene, for a long time, was, like, my favorite. She was just funny. And, like, she had a big personality, and she came from nothing. Like, I just, I really loved her personality. And as she, you know, went into acting, I was really happy for her. But I don't know. I feel like something, like, a spark died out of her once she came back um, these last couple seasons. So, I don't know. Maybe she needs to kind of regroup. I know she was, like, saying Bravo wasn't giving her the spinoffs that she wanted and stuff. So, it could have been that. I do think that the spark went out, but I also think the show changed. Like, it was always about drama and everything. But then they just became real. And, like, okay, Nene had become mean. It really between depended on the season for me if I liked Nene. But mm-hmm. I think especially when, like, Kenya came, I think that it became extremely just gutter mean and then Phaedra with the um you know the lying about the rape and everything I yeah. just think that the show in its entirety started to get out of control and I think that she did miss like her OG like her OG cast with even Kim Sheree you know even Lisa if, if you know if you guys remember her um I on one hand will miss her just because I think her and Portia were the funner ones like even Like, I like to watch their own individual stories, too. Because, honestly, if it's Candy's story and it's just about her and her family and everything, I'll fast-forward that part. I don't really care about Candy. Really? I love Candy. I don't think she's Candy and her family. I just like... No, I think her mom is a horrible person. (laughs) Horrible person. I really don't like her daughter, Riley. I just never really liked her. I just... And I don't like how Todd treats his his, um, older daughter... I don't like their family. I don't like none of them, honestly. And I really don't care about her and her family life. I only care about her when she's into it with somebody. But I actually cared about Nene's family and shit because she was funny with the girls or without the girls. It was mm-hmm. always something funny. And then Portia is just a good time. I like them. But I also like Tanya, too, because she's so fun. Love so if, if, new, if Nene and Portia had their own show, I would watch that shit. I would, too, actually. Like, I could see them, like even having like a hosting type show. Like I can see them doing something like that. And I, w- I will miss Nene's personality because when she is like happy, it's fun, it's fun times. Yeah. Like, she's really fun. Um, and I agree with you, like even thinking about how the earlier seasons were where it was like, yeah, they were going back and forth, but they were actual friends. Yeah. You know, before the show. So it was never as cutthroat as it is now. Now it's all like social media drama, it's like whose man is doing this like the thing with kenya when she um you know had the cookie lady come to to beat her ass that was pure that was evil that was not even right i don't think anybody there and cynthia could act like she was innocent or not if i was cynthia i'd have been like this is not right and you doing this on tv like don't nobody check like there's no type of I love you as a black woman or something like it's all about embarrassing mm-hmm. each other and yes y'all we love the ratchet tv shows and everything but at some point it is getting out of control when kenya did that y'all and up until this season kenya was my favorite more because i i felt so bad for her i'm like she has no one but there's a reason why some people have no one at all because she's just not a good person and i'm like really bitch 
if I was her, because I know I don't argue with people because I know I can really hurt your feelings. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, bitch, let me tell you why. You such an unwanted ass person. That's why your mama don't want you. Your fucking husband don't want you. And in 20 years, your, your daughter probably ain't gonna want your ass either. You gonna die alone, bitch. Yeah. That's tea. Like when Marlo said that, she was like, she's like, your mama don't even want you. <laughs> I don't want to be And your- back then, I was so I mad. felt so bad for her. I, I was did. so mad at Marlo for that. But now, okay, I don't care. But yeah, like I also felt really bad for Kenya just because of, you know, her whole story with her mom and how her. And I think as I, like just as somebody who's like been, you know, going through therapy and like getting older, I realized that yes, she had a bad childhood, but that does not mean that you have to be an evil person. You don't have to have evil intentions. And she really does have evil intentions for people. And people like that, yeah, they're not gonna be happy and they're gonna be alone. But um just going back to Nini, I think I think she more needs a break. And I will miss her on the show. I would like for her to come back, just even as like, you know, at parties and stuff, maybe not go all the way into her personal life, but she's the heart of the show, honestly. So Um, I liked Marlo too. I like her more now. I like that they're making her seem more human with her um nephews and everything and I'm gonna kind of miss her and Nini's dynamic because at first I couldn't mm-hmm. stand them together. But I really like them, too. And um, you know why? I don't like Cynthia, but I can understand why she kind of moved away from loving Nene as much as she did. Because Nene was fucked up. And I think after that one last episode, the one last um, reunion, when she just would not even, when Nene wouldn't give anybody, like, any room, any anything, I think she was like, all right, I don't give a damn now. And rightfully so. And even with Kenya, I can even understand why Kenya don't like her. Because through the years, Nini has dug into Kenya. And Kenya has kissed her ass multiple times. So I get it. I do think that she just needs a break at this point. Yeah, like, and I and I remember her and Kenya being friends, actually, like, in the beginning. So she did try to, Kenya tried to be a friend to Nini. And Nini was just like, I think she was more jealous of Cynthia and Kenya's friendship. And that's why it just escalated into like this mess. But I mean, for a long time, Cynthia tried to do to do something right and be and be there for Nene. But she just yeah, Nene's also um wishy washy. She go wherever the wind blows. She mm-hmm. has no backbone. I don't like I don't re- it's not that I don't like Cynthia. I just have very little respect for her as a grown ass woman. Like I, I don't. People always say she doesn't have a backbone. I feel like she, like, she's just more, like, like she'll say things, like, in the confessionals and stuff. She's, like, sneaky about it, which yeah. I don't like either. I don't, I don't like, like that either. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm, I'm actually sad that Nene's gone because no one is fun on that show. And now with the two new girls, I also think that they're trying to make it go for the younger crowd because mm-hmm. all of them are older. But I just really think that, then if they're going to take Nene out, they should take Cynthia out too. Because I think Cynthia, even though she's like, she like looked younger and everything. I just don't respect her. I just really don't. So, well, Nene, I hope you come back for her. But I, I think she'll have something better going for herself. Like she ain't broke. No. And I, I mean, I heard she's trying to do like, um, like a hosting, like a glam show or something like that. That was like the latest rumor, but she'll do something. Like I can, I mean, she can have her own YouTube channel like she's been doing and just show a personality that way. I feel like she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I feel like every time they try to have a new, they add in a couple new cast members, it just never, they never mesh well. So we'll see what, um, Drew Sedora and Latoya Ali, they're supposed to be coming on. So we'll see. But I don't, I give Housewives maybe another couple seasons. I just like, what else can y'all do at this point? So, you know, Fancy from um, Jamie Foxx, she's in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills and she told her to come over there with her. I would actually watch it. If she went over there to Beverly Hills, I think that would actually be a different dynamic with her and um, Garcelle to be the two black women. Yeah. And Nene is still going to be how Nene is. She's still going to act like she's Queen B and everything. Yeah. She won't be pushed over by the white girls. I think that it could be really fun, but I don't think she's going to do that. No, I'd watch that too, actually. 
Because I heard Garcelle gets the white girls together on that she show. Does? I'm going to have to watch it. I don't watch it. I've never watched anything except Atlanta. Yeah, me neither. I don't watch any of them. But I heard she really, like, shaking it up over there. Good. They needed a Black woman to do it. Mm-hmm. So, Liz, I don't think we've ever talked about on the show our new favorite show on um, Stars. I think it's on Stars. Pussy Valley or P Valley. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, y'all. I love P Valley, y'all. Like it is so good. Like I just, oh my gosh. So I watched. I heard about it like at least like maybe two months ago, and was just like I watched the like the first episode. And at first, was like I don't know about this. Then I kept watching it, and I'm just obsessed. All I love the characters. It's so raw. It's so funny. And like, it's just, oh my God, the drama, everything. It's just such a good show. Uncle Clifford is like my favorite character of all time. And Mercedes, those are like my top two. I love them so much. Uncle Clifford is the baddest bitch at the pink, okay? Like, that. And I want to shout him out specifically for the epi- the last episode when his man was up there, you know, M-I, cricoletta, cricoletta, I, Miss- it's Mississippi, pride, pride. My nigga, when he was flying that cape around and shit, when he, oh my gosh. Uncle Clifford is the baddest <laughs> bitch at the pink, okay? Oh, um, I Speaking of Miss Prigoletta, she is like such a black Barbie. She is so fucking beautiful. And I hate that she is a domestic violence victim. And I hope like on next season, she um, gets her shit together because that white boy is going to kill her. But um, she actually came from being a little model. And she was actually showed a picture on Twitter that she was on the Queen of Cream of Nature um, hair dye cover. So now she's from Cream of Nature to Pea Valley. Like, that really shows my girl is on the glow up. And I remember she even put on um, on her on Twitter that someone said she wasn't talented enough or something. She wasn't good enough to be where she is now. And now look at her. That girl is so cold to me. I think she might be my favorite one out of all the strippers. She's gorgeous. And, like, don't let – that's just a prime example. Don't let anybody count you out. Yep. I think even before that, she had did, like, um, a couple episodes of Power, like, the last season. So, I mean, she's just been, like, working, and she's just gorgeous. And I can see – I can actually see her, like, as a cream of nature model looking at the picture because they always have, like, beautiful Black women on, like, on the um, – Shout out to Cream of Nature for that. You know, they do. They always have, like, gorgeous Black women. And it's so funny. Like, she's got her start doing that. And then the girl who plays Mercedes – um she was everything like everything they're like finding all these pictures of her she was a catalog model my girl was a teacher she was a choreographer like she had so many things she was doing before um she landed her role as mercedes so she was actually on tour with drake one time and another rapper like she had big time ass um projects that she was working on and i'm so glad that she is doing what she's doing now what i watched a um interview with her about p valley and she was saying how at first she was kind of judgmental about strip clubs and everything and then she realized it's like a whole different side of it and she was a little nervous about playing the role because she'd be completely naked and she's like now she was like if you're a stripper you have the biggest confidence in the world she said p valley helped her love her body more than she ever had like there's nothing you can tell her and let me tell you something mercedes i hate women who have perfect bodies who be like i have to love my body bitch everybody loves your body i love your body ho don't do that to me it even shocks me like um megan the stallion was on like a drag show and she was crying because she's like you know i know i'm not perfect my body's not perfect it took me a while to love it i'm like megan do you see like she's literally sculpted by god literally. i hate her literally and it's just so crazy how we all have our little insecurities yes it's just like but you are perfect like i don't understand like megan is literally breast and boobs and thighs like how and a flat ass stomach like because you yeah. know most 
washboard fucking stomach. I because most thick girls do have a little tummy. That's actually real life. Like sometimes mm-hmm. when you thicker, if you got a fat ass and big titty, sometimes you gonna have a belly. But she don't even have that. And like her boobs are natural and they sit up perfectly. Like there's some girls who even in our age, they titties don't sit up that well. Hers sit up perfect. They are fat and juicy and then her ass is beautiful. I can't believe her. We gay as hell is like, <laughs> no. we gay as hell. It's so funny. But so yeah, I'm, seriously, I'm like, girl, y'all, her and Mercedes, like the perfect amount of thick. I just... Well, I love also, guys, I'm just going to tell y'all, I have always dreamed of getting a boob job because I love big ass titties and I want them for myself, not for any man. And um, Autumn Nights boobs are perfect. Those are what I'm going to take to Dr. Miami or whoever my doctor is going to be. I'm going to take stills of her titties and that's what I want mine to look like. Boom. She does have perfect boobs. Like they just sit perfectly and perfectly yes and oh my gosh just the and also uh with p-valley the men on this show like i know we just really went on some gay shit but (laughs) the men on this show are beautiful like diamond oh like someone was like that's what joy think he looks like Mm -hmm. (laughs) leave my man alone i love But yeah, um, Diamond's so beautiful, and I love his voice, his dark, deep voice, mm-hmm. and I love me a man with like a southern accent too, and the way he talks is beautiful. Um, the white boy, Gidget's little boyfriend, Ooh. fine as hell. Fine. Just fine ass little white boy. Autumn tattoos and his beard, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, fine. And the... um. The lawyer, the guy that um, Autumn Knight is like having the affair with, I forget his name. I think he's cute, like in a studious way. Yeah, he's cute. Like he's a good looking man. He looks like he actually be good in bed too. But um, mm-hmm. you know, he played Barack and Southside with you, and him and Autumn Knight are both UK in real life. They're from UK. I didn't know he's from the UK, but I knew I didn't know he was in that movie because I saw it with um, Tika. Yeah, so um, Riley is so good, and I love all these black stories are being told. And I like that a black story about a strip club is showing like life is so much. There's way more to a stripper's life than sliding down that pole and everything. And honestly, once COVID clears up, I'm taking a pole dancing class. Oh, I've always wanted to take one. I'm doing it. I want to go strip club. I've never even been to a strip club yet. Well, I've been to strip clubs, and see, that's how I know I'm not gay-gay. Like, I love fat ass and titties, but I don't like ass and titties on me at all. Like, with no clothes on, oh, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, get off me, girl. (laughs) Like, I'm going to give you this money. Just stay over there. (laughs) Don't touch me. Just don't touch me. But, like, ain't no shade to no strippers, because honestly, y'all way smarter than me, because I went to college, and I'm in $100,000 worth of debt, so. Girl. Ain't no shade. Girl. Okay. And y'all probably on y'all second mortgage right now. I'm tired. I'm tired, okay? <laughs> tired. Well, y'all, thank you for rocking out with me and Liz as we laughed and cried and bitched about all the things that we bitch about. I know this is Beta Karen and I am Ashlyn. And I am Liz. And make sure you guys follow us. We are available on iTunes, not iTunes, sorry. We're available on Spotify and Google Play too. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At all right. Karen. See y'all next week. Bye, guys.